0: Hello, everyone. I'm back. I have another guest today. I'm very excited. I saw the Barbie movie. My friend here, my guest, also saw the Barbie movie and a quick little conversation said, I loved it and I hated it. So, obviously, we're going to talk about it. Uh, My very good friend is here. This is uh, Brianna Lyman. She is a reporter at the Daily Caller. She does a lot of articles on media, breaking news, that kind of thing. You can see her also on the Daily Caller. She, um, can preview maybe a little bit about some upcoming videos she's going to be working on for, for them. Um, hi, Bray. How are you? <laughs> Lizzie, I'd be better if I didn't waste money on Barbie. Oh, my God. Okay. This is what's the funniest part is we haven't talked, like, at all about, about the movie. Literally, the only extent of it was, oh, I really liked it. And you're like, oh, I really did not like it. And I'm like, perfect. I will talk to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, um... I don't even really know where to begin. Obviously, people are flocking to movie theaters in bright pink to watch Barbie and Oppenheimer. But today we're just talking about talking about Barbie. Um, And what were your like initial thoughts? Like, were you kind of dragged into seeing it? Did you watch the trailer? Like, what were your initial thoughts? Did you think it was going to be like woke before you even like, you know, walked into the theater? You know...
1: I had some, I had some, you know, preconceived notions, especially because when I returned the pink dress the other day, the woman was like, "Oh, did you buy it for Barbie?" And I'm like, "No, pink's my favorite color." And she's like, "You should see the movie. She's like, it's so empowering and emotional. She's like, I cry at the end." So I'm like, "All right, maybe it'll be like moving." The only thing that moved me was my desire to leave the theater sooner than the movie ended. I mean, Lindsay, I was, I was halfway through nudging my sister, saying, "This is well, BS. Like, can we get out of here?" She's like, "No, we paid. Let's like save the remainder." But I didn't cry. I should have cried because I was so disgusted with what the movie put out. Um, but everybody else in the theater, I mean, people were teary-eyed. They were laughing as if this was the funniest thing they've ever seen. It was not funny. Okay, folks, don't even waste your money on this. Um, and I was i was just Ugh. overall disappointed. I love the colors. I love the costumes. A- but that was it.
0: Wow. Okay, so that kind of answers the question of did you like it or did you hate it? <laughs> let's Let's go in. That's so different from i mean i I went in thinking like this is probably gonna be woke because like literally can you find me a movie nowadays that doesn't have some type of like you know political agenda pushed into it like it's very very rare so i went in being like i'm probably gonna be like you know rolling my eyes or a little bit irritated or that kind of thing but my i thought it was funny um i thought it I, i agree with you it was so bright and like like the set was absolutely insane the costumes were unreal like all of like just the color like it's literally like a kid's like dreamland like they completely got that part correct where like the colors are just like not even like real colors I feel like I even like see in real world like here so that was really cool um I liked the music and everything and I kind of I think that the plot like it was not a movie that like the plot was very like there were a lot of plot holes in it like things just kind of didn't make sense the end half of the movie got really really slow and I was like this could have ended I feel like 30 minutes before but so I'm not arguing that it's, like, the most, like, you know, bri- brilliantly, like, written movie out there because it's not. But I thought it made fun of a lot of the things that we see in, like, day-to-day, like, cultural life in the news, that kind of thing. I didn't think that it, really put too much of an agenda that I was expecting. Like, think about it. Like, we didn't go into the movie and you were immediately greeted with, like, somebody's pronouns, for example. Um I I will say that the first scene of the movie, if you remember, is a bunch of little kids with, like, baby dolls. Um, I'm going to give, like, a lot of spoilers in this because hopefully people are actually seeing this by now. And they, like, smashed baby dolls. You know, they were taking care of these, like, being very motherly with these baby dolls. And then they just smashed them on the ground. Like, their heads were flying off. They were, like, breaking the limbs off. It was just like, okay, like, that definitely was, like, a Greta Gerwig, like, lib moment. I'll give you that of, like, oh... Not every woman has to be like a mother, you know, like that's very that's a a very interesting take for the literally like the first scene of the movie. But what what in particular, like what was the first thing that kind of set you off to this is just a lot of like woke BS? Do you remember?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it was seeing the transgender Barbie, you know, this this movie is supposed to be about empowering women. And so to empower women, they felt that they should have a man dress in drag and make a mockery of women and that would empower us. Um, also I need to say it, the obese Barbie, um, you know, Barbie is healthy. She's a healthy model. Yes. She may be a little too skinny, but obesity is not something that should be glorified or be portrayed as being healthy. And they were trying to send a message with that. I mean, they do with Lizzo, mm-hmm. see it in the mainstream media now. Um, but the big things that stood out to me in the movie, and these two parts bothered me more than you can imagine, was the undertones of anti-Semitism. So first of all, when you had that young girl, the, uh, Amelia America Ferrara's daughter, call barbie a fascist you know liberals like to toss that word around right now so happy-handedly just calling everybody a fascist when they don't know the true meaning of fascism and i think it really under i think it sends a message that the people who did live under fascism right jews in the holocaust who were victims of fascism it's so to try to create some kind of moral equivalency of current politics to what happened back then is a slap in the face of those people and then you just put that on top of the fact that here you have Barbie wearing this beautiful Coco Chanel necklace. Let's make clear. Coco Chanel is a known anti-Semite. Okay, she was a Nazi sympathizer. So you have two comments right there and then that are undertones of anti-Semitism in that movie. They also made the joke, I have Jewish friends. I know that that larger point of that was supposed to be like, oh, well, you can't be racist so I have black friends. You can't be misogynist because you have a wife, right? But not funny, not appropriate. And her white savior comment after Barbie said, oh, like, you know, we we fixed everything. And she's like, thank you, white savior Barbie. Like, shut up your ass, Greta Gerwig. I mean, this movie, I'm so, Lindsay, this movie had me irate. Because I hear that. And it's like, why did you have to bring white stuff into it? And the worst part is, is that, like, we're adults. So we can pick this apart and see what's going on here. But, I mean, think of all the parents that saw this trailer and said, cool, I'm going to take my 11, 12-year-old to Barbie. They're watching this and thinking, oh, my God, this world sucks. Like that is not true.
0: Mm-hmm. I I do agree with you on the the very last part. Like I don't I wouldn't call this a kids movie. Like and I had a feeling it wasn't going to be a kids movie from from the beginning. I was like this is going to be you know poking like poking fun at a lot of things. It's going to probably be like probably be woke. But what I what I think is going to be interesting about talking about the rest of this is that a lot of things you're saying like it's weird because like I agree that like they're like woke kind of things. But the way I interpret it all was, like, it was making fun of it all. It was, like, putting, like, easily, like, I don't even know how to describe, like, just th- like very thin, like, comments and references that people could, like, roll their eyes at is, like, like, they made fun of, like, they talked about the patriarchy, right? The I mean, more patriarchy was thrown around, like, a lot in the movie. But there is even a reference where I believe one of the Barbies was, like, oh, that, that's like a made-up boy. That doesn't really exist. And, like, that's, ho- like, that was hilarious to me because you have people who genuinely are, like... Oh, like, F the patriarchy, F the patriarchy. Like, in our real world, like, in, you know, to the, today's world, people are still ar- are arguing, you know, all different sides of the patriarchy. But it was funny because they have all these glamorized, like, you know, perfect-looking Barbies being like, that's a fake word. That doesn't even really exist. So, like, those kind of references is what I was thinking were just to poke even more fun into, like, the woke, like, culture. And they poked fun at a lot of the men in the in the movie too what were your thoughts on like how they depicted ken or all of the kens should i say see
1: i just i i did not get the jokes like the jokes you're referring to right now i think what they were trying to say is like the the barbies thought that they had created a real fantasy world where there would be equality in the real folks i'm not saying there's not equality but i'm saying in the barbie movie he said, oh, there must be equality in the real world. There could be Thanks. no as patriarchy because there's equality. And then the idea is that Barbie is, a like, you know, she comes together and she says, oh, my God, there's no equality in the real world. So I didn't take it as them making a mockery of it. But what they did to men is that they tried to convince you that masculinity is toxic, right? You had all the Kens. You had clearly there was that uh, that one actor. He was a gay Ken, right? It was very clear by his mannerisms. But, you know, for the, he couldn't come out as gay. Um and so you have them trying to soften men up to a point where they're no longer men, right? They were walking in the shadows of women. That was the whole concept of Barbie Land. And I think that was also supposed to make a mockery. Like, look, this is how women in the real world are. They're the Kens. Men are the Barbies. But that is not the case, right? They, they, they're they trying to convince young children that men should not be messing and that men should not be in business roles. Uh, how dare they? But the reality is, is that when they had, like, Will Ferrell and that whole team of business executives. Right. Look. If you look at what women go to college for statistically, right, if you look at uh, the wage gap, things like that, it will show you that women, for instance, will drop out of the workforce at a young age to raise their children, right? So when they drop out of the workforce and there are men in the workforce, they are going to take those positions. You have women who go to college for things like education, nursing, more uh, hospitable and nurturing kind of uh, career path. So no, they're not going to be sitting in these executive roles. And there's nothing wrong if they are. It's great if they are, right, more power to them. But they, they try to convince you that women have no upward mobility in the real world which is just flatly untrue
0: interesting it's so funny because everything that you're like like, it's funny because i'm not like disagreeing like you're making like excellent points i just took everything so much more as like a joke as if like maybe maybe that's like i went in not wanting to be like you know i was trying to not be offended i was like we'll just pretend like they're gonna make fun of like everything that's wrong you know in like cultural america like we're gonna I'm going to go in and I'm going to laugh. Like Maybe I just really, like, gaslit myself into, like, into <laughs> la- into like laughing at this. Because I thought that Will Ferrell, who was just hilarious and everything, I think, that was perfect. Because I didn't think that my immediate thought was not, these are, like, toxic masculine men. It was that they're a bunch of idiots, which I thought was, I thought was hilarious. Like, a bunch of guys sitting around the big table or whatever, like, trying to, like, you know, it's like idiot one talking to, like, idiot two. That was what, how I, like how I viewed it and it was funny because um what somebody that I know mentioned after he saw the movie that it's like it's a guy's rule movie and I and I I went in thinking like oh is this is this gonna be like a you know a toxic like men are the best like you know like like stay in the kitchen kind of movie right and I it turned out for for me at least I was just like oh a man was like oh it's guys rule that's perfectly like that's so ironic because the men were idiots in the movies so of course a guy is like oh it was so cool like the men were so awesome in it because they looked like a bunch of idiots like some of the references that maybe like i don't know how you feel about like some of like the jokes that were made at like poking fun at the men like the whole godfather reference of like oh like just sit yeah, with the guy and, right like just sit with the guy and like be like oh what is the godfather like that's a, is that a show like then they have him explain to you the godfather like godfather which is perfect because like yeah i could count on like both hands the number of people i know who've kind of been in a situation like similar to that where they're like yeah i've actually i've seen the movie and they're like well let me let me explain it to you in case you you didn't understand it the first couple of times you watched it like i thought that was genius and everybody in the movie theater is laughing at that what's another one um like i told you the word patriarchy was like was thrown around that was hilarious the the guitar moment where like have you ever had a guy serenade you on a guitar and you're just (laughs) sitting there like (laughs) How do I get out of this? That was perfect. Like, those kind of moments is what made me think that the other moments that you considered more, like, woke and, like, not, like, offensive, but just, like, more, like, woke and, like, liberal. I was just, like, oh, the moments, like, the Godfather moment and the men being dumb and that kind of thing kind of made the whole entire, like, overshadow of the movie. Like, oh, this is, like, a giant joke. Like, this isn't, like, this is fake. But I totally see what you mean, how you're like pulling out individual references or you're just like, well, this was kind of wrong for this reason. And this was wrong for this. And I was like, I kind of had the guise of like, this is all just a joke. And like Greta Gerwig is kind of funny because she's like putting these stereotypes in the movie that I think are just hilarious. Like I was just laughing the whole time. I went to go see it with my younger sister who didn't get as many of like the kind of, you know, common like social commentary references that like we might have Um But I thought that the men, like, bit was hilarious. Like, I mean, Ryan Gosling's Ryan Gosling. So, like, that was phenomenal just to have him in the movie. But I thought that all of the Kens were hilarious because they needed, like, they needed the women to function. Like, in order to be, like, a fully functioning, you know, Ken, they needed, like, the attention of the women, which I thought was funny. And I'm curious your thoughts on this because usually we hear that men are the ones who are, like, Oh, like women go out at night to get the attention of us, you know, and this is kind of like flip, which is I think that's horrible that people think like we go out to bars or like, you know, out with our friends, always looking for a man. That's just clearly not how that works like it all. Um, but I thought it was funny that they were the ones who were like, well, in order for me to be like my fullest, you know, reach my fullest potential, I need Barbie's attention, which was interesting because I feel like usually that's something that men would poke at women, be like, you know well, you, you're you going out, to try, you're putting on that outfit to impress me. You know, what do you, anything on that? Well, I okay, so
1: I, you know, men love to have their egos fed, right? I, right. I, I, <laughs> I it all the time. I will agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> right, and it's like the easiest way to kind of shut them up and shut them down is just to feed sure. their ego and keep moving on. And I, I do agree with you in that the Kens mm-hmm. did need the Barbies to feed their ego, but they need them to feed their ego in the sense that, like, if you, like, remember at the end of the movie, she was like, Ken, you are enough so he had like i am i'm enough enough and it's like (laughs) right and i'm i'm sorry like look i am all for men like showing their emotions because she made a comment she's like it's okay to cry like men right 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 i noticed that too yeah there is nothing wrong with a man showing his emotions but which what the movie seemed to be doing was trying to essentially like i'm not going to use the word but it starts with a p blankify men it's like in modern day, like, I don't like a man who is not a man's man. I want a guy who wants to be the provider, who wants to take the lead on things, and who wants to have, you know, traditional traditional gender roles. And I don't mean— need- And, and I, I agree with you.
0: Right, I agree I mean. with that. Right. I am not
1: a stay-at-home-in-the-kitchen housewife, you know, right. mom, homemaker, woman. But, you know, I would like a future spouse to, for instance, be a career-driven person the same way I am. But to have sure. more money than I am to take the lead on these things. And this movie was trying to essentially convince you that like, no, women, and women should be empowered, but that, like, women should be above men. And the reason I say that is because, think of Barbie Land. It was a full bench of Supreme Court justices of women, right? It was every single branch was held by the women. And then they were jobs yeah. and men came to take over. And I understand that the play on that by Greta was to say, like, look, you're upset that women are all these positions of power, but that's how it is in the real world. That's not how it is right. in the real world. We have a right. meritocracy in mm-hmm. the real world. But that wasn't conveyed in this Barbie movie. And again, when it comes to the Kens, like, they, they all just came across really fruity? Is that the word? Right? There was no... Can you pick a single man in that movie who was masculine? Who, and not in a toxic way, but who was just yeah masculine. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. But, Except that, we... that's, that transgender Barbie.
0: You know what's interesting about that? I didn't even know. I when I looked up that whole like story about the transgender Barbie, I didn't even know that was like a like a thing. I missed that like that that like time period where that was like an issue. You know, during the I guess it was the trailer when that was revealed that yeah. there's a transgender Barbie. I missed that and then like halfway through the movie, I was like, "It kind of dawned on me." I'm like, "I think this is some of the articles I was saying." It didn't even like occur to me what like what was going on so like that didn't really bother me because i didn't really recognize what was like i didn't really know about this whole like i wasn't keeping an eye out you know what i mean i wasn't i wasn't looking out that is see that is a great that is a great point you just bring up so think if you're
1: a 10 year old child you're not going to know unless you know that that man has an adam's apple and has a really deep voice compared to the other barbie so you're not going to know that as a man so they're trying to essentially normalize it by you know Shopping it in little places where younger generations will not necessarily pick up that that's a man because the man is playing a caricature of <laughs> women right and that normalizes it so that in five ten years from now when that is completely infiltrated all of society people will be like what that's normal but it's not normal and in this movie again it tried to normalize that by just dropping it in there little bits here and there and like I'm sorry. Having K- Ryan Gosling, for instance, he like took her glasses off. At wa- his, I'm sorry, yeah, I am his, yeah, his glasses off at one point. Yes, and like was like, "Oh, you look so beautiful." And it's like, at what point are people going to say, "I am here trying to make a a, a movie to empower women, and I'm going to do so by empowering a man who's dressed as a woman that is not empowering to me? That is
0: offensive." Mm-hmm. I can't look. I mean, at I- I'm so shocked. You like this? <laughs> we're gonna like. Have, we're gonna getting like, irate. We're going to, like, end this, like, right? We're going to stop recording, and you're going to be like, I actually don't want to be your friend anymore. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you anymore because you like this. See, I just, I keep on saying this, but I think I just went into it thinking, like, this is a fake land. I can't take this seriously. I'm already offended in my day-to-day life by just working in the news business, you know? Like, I, I think that I went in being like, I'm going to escape my normal world for a little bit. I'm going to look at the pretty colors like a little kid would and just pretend that, like, all of this is fake because it is fake. So I just think that I went in not wanting to get angry and you went in like, I need 700 words to eviscerate Barbie and to eviscerate Ken and to break, you know, to talk about gender norms and the lack thereof or putting a transgender in a dress. Like, I just think that it's so funny. We we went into this kind of like I was just very, very chill and you were like I'm ready. Like, I'm Bring me Barbie, <laughs> bring me Barbie.
1: <laughs> I'm not- <laughs> so you know it's funny too. When I told my dad that me and my sisters and my cousin were going, he goes, "You're gonna go see that woke propaganda movie?" And I'm like, "Dad, like, stop! You're just like a boomer right now." As soon as I got the movie and I got like ten minutes in, I was like, "My dad always you're right. like you're like my dad was
0: right." Yeah, and I went in and yeah. I was like, "I I don't know like if you're if you saw a lot of like reels or like TikToks or whatever, but I saw the movie like a couple of days ago. So I waited a whole entire you know I didn't go opening weekend. I didn't go the during Same. the week of after. So I was seeing a lot of TikToks and stuff from people who had already seen the movie and they were just like, oh, I cried. I got emotional. And clearly you you were crying because you were vehemently, <laughs> vehemently angry at Barbie. <laughs> but um, there was one scene kind of in the, maybe in the middle. I almost feel like the movie like ended at a certain point and then like restarted again. Like it was a very, yes, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that like the plot of the movie was like, well, like, you know, there were a lot of moments where I'm like, that doesn't. Make any sense, but I had to remember that I'm in Barbie Land, so I nothing has to make sense for me. But there was a scene, um, kind of toward the like the second half of the movie, I would say, where, um, the mother, who is uh America Ferrara Ferrera for I think it's Ferrera, um, her character went on this like had this monologue basically, and it was funny because I could like picture right now all of the theater kids who are going to take this monologue and make that their audition piece, you know, <laughs> going forward, because. It was about, like, how hard, basically the premise of it, to put no, like, you know, opinion into it, was it's hard to be a woman. That was the premise of it. And it was like, oh, you have to be thin, but not too thin, but you have to look healthy. You have to want to be a mom, but also want to be a career-driven woman. You know, you can't, you have to show emotion, but not too much emotion. And... I feel like you would have an interesting take on that. Was that another, you know, woke thing slid in there about how it's so hard to be a woman, woe is me, or did you find that kind of interesting? Because the movie theater that I was in went silent. Like, it was like like, people were, like, were holding their breath. I think it was, for the people that, maybe I was in just an interesting crowd of people, but they thought it was, I could tell, like, very powerful because it was just, like, quiet. Like, not a breath in sight. Like, you know, you couldn't hear anything. What are your, uh, what did you think of America's rant as you'll probably call it
1: <laughs> you know actually there are some points that i agreed with uh so for instance when it came to beauty standards uh okay. you know it's like if for instance if women wear too much makeup it's like uh, it's caked on but if they don't wear enough makeup then it's like oh well then kind of dial yourself up a little bit yeah why aren't you wearing any makeup that is yeah right and um, that is not a product of you know, toxic masculinity or patriarchy as the movie would like you to believe i do but, believe it's part in parcel one just personal preference also women on other women and when she talks about for instance being a mother versus being a career woman let's be very clear about something the pressure to be both a mother and a career woman did not come from the men okay it came from the feminist who said mm-hmm. women need to be in the workforce women should have the option of course to be in the workforce but it shouldn't be something mm-hmm. that is expected of them and if you watch throughout the entire movie it almost felt like it was a shame on, for instance, women who want to fill a traditional gender role of being a homemaker and stay-at-home wife. And it wasn't until the very end when they said, it's okay if you want to just be a mom, because it is okay if you want to just right. be a mom. So when she's giving this entire rant about uh, you know being a mom and a career woman, and it's like, let's not forget who has been forcing women to feel like they can't just be a stay-at-home mom because then they're not enough in this society, right? Because then they, yeah. if you want, it's like, Lindsay, if you choose to be a stay-at-home mom, There are feminists out there that will say, well, you only feel like that because you were conditioned by the patriarchy and by these toxic men. But the reality is, it's like, no, first of all, there is a maternal instinct that that women have biologically. Second of all, like, we are the only ones who can give birth, right? That is something if you want to procreate and keep the civilization going, we kind of have no choice to do And That
0: is our responsibility.
1: (laughs) Right. Ask plenty of young mothers. I'm sure plenty of them would tell you. It is a lot to balance a full time job and being a say and being a mom. I would love From to me. take a few years off. I know plenty of people who feel like that. So the movie, the movie I felt like was just looking down on women who want to be a say to my mom, have traditional roles. And there's a way to say it's good for women to get in the workforce. Look, I'm in the workforce. I intend to stay in the workforce for quite a while. Right. Being a mom is not on my my radar right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way to empower young women. Without trashing men. Not taxidermy, just men. Without trashing men. And without shaming women who do believe, for instance, in high beauty standards. Who do want to look like a Barbie doll. It's okay if you want to look beautiful and pretty, right? And people... Right. It's for the male gaze. It's for my own gaze. I got mirrors in this Mm -hmm. house, okay? I stare at the mirror and I'm like, I love the way I
0: look, you know? We're we're going to either title or subtitle this. I got mirrors in this house and it's not for men. It's for me. That's perfect. Um... Okay, anything any other moments in in the movie that I didn't touch on that you're like, "Lindsay, I need to prove you wrong. I need to make you change your mind that this movie sucked." Like what? Any other interesting? I thought that uh, the monologue in the middle was just very like significant. So I wanted to talk about that. Talking about how Ken's are viewed, um if you thought that they were toxic or if I thought that I thought they were just stupid and I thought that was hilarious. Um was there anything I missed that you want to unravel here with me to try to convince me otherwise.
1: Uh, Lindsay, I just, I feel like everything we just said should be enough to convince not only you who've seen it, but people uh-uh. who haven't seen it to not go. Uh-huh. I mean, but, but my, my sister is very middle of the road. In fact, if I had to put her in one category, I'd say she's to the left. And even she walked down, she said, that felt more like an advertisement for the left than a movie. And that's what's oh. so falling to me because she is, she is like a rah-rah kind of feminist mm-hmm. in kind a of girl, you know? And I was like, wow. wow. And let me put it this way. When I walked out of the movie theater, I had been like complaining here and there during the movie. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And when I walk uh, out, there's a bunch of girls and they're like, that was so amazing. And I was like, I said to my sister, I went, that was disgusting, a waste of money. And they all looked at me. They went.
0: And I was like, they were like, they're like, I found the Republican. And you're just like, don't even no. care. I'm like, this is right <laughs> the theater. Okay. I mean, wow. it's everything. It me to not live tweet during that movie, all the, the BS that I was watching wow see and like going back to what i said a million times it's like you just were getting into the nitty-gritty more and i was like oh there's the like the chanel for example i'm like product placement gotta pay their bills i was just like oh they 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 put like a a car like they i forget what car it was and they had like pretty much like a seven minute car it was was... yeah they had like yeah they had like a chevy like ad in the middle of it which i thought was funny because like we'll just like recognize those kinds of things i thought the chanel thing was like you know the product placement the birkenstocks was a product placement that was funny I just took everything so much. I think the moral of this podcast and this story is I was not in the mood to get offended. And you were like, come on, Barbie, try me. Like, I'm game. Lindsay, one more thing that I just remembered,
1: if you remember for from sure. The beginning, they, sh- they showed a map and they showed the South China Sea. I mean, do you want to literally go like lick Xi Jinping's behind? Because they essentially <laughs> said that that South China Sea, which is obviously contested, It's 100% under Chinese authority. And, you know, I I believe the movie was uh, banned in, I want to say it was Vietnam, but I might be getting the country wrong. But one of the Asian nations banned it because they said this is literally kowtowing to China. And it's like, Mm. again, we have undertones of anti-Semitism. We have smashing the patriarchy, which, look, China loves this stuff, right? Because when you uh, smash the patriarchy and you tell men that they're toxic for being masculine... Do they want to go and join the forces? Do they want to take on a more masculine role? Absolutely not. And what is the best way to take over Countryside from TikTok and all the other ways are doing it? It's to create a society of, like, soft, you know, female-like men who lead too much by emotion, not by logic. And then, and then leads us into, into a society where we're like, we really do need someone to, like, kind of, like, hold our hand through all these things. And China loves that because that is the best way to
0: infiltrate. So are you interested in going to like Target and buying a Barbie?
1: Okay, so my sister her birthday is <laughs> in a week from now, and
0: she's like, "Could you put a, a Barbie doll on my cake?" And I'm like, "I'm not paying for it. I'm not going." And you're like, "You're like, that. I'm actually adding Barbie to the list of things that I despise." And I'm starting starting right now, banning what Brianna is 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 banning Barbie. You you heard it here first. Grabs all right, the way. I'm it's. Oh, wait, did you notice that? Did you notice that reference in there? I saw, like, a TikTok or something that, um, do you remember the scene at the lunch table? And I guess it was a high school. The, the daughter was a high school oh, yeah. student. Apparently, it was her and her three friends. They are representative of the Bratz dolls, which is, like, Mattel's competitor. Because the daughter's name was Sasha, and Sasha's one of the four main Bratz dolls. And you know what? They were dressed, I have a Bratz Very dark and grungy, right? Yes. Like... Yeah. So, like, you think it's just, like, you know, uh, the mother-daughter relationship was very interesting because, like, people you were commenting on, like, oh, that was not believable. I'm like, how many teenage girls are, like, whiny and angsty and, like, don't want to listen to their parents? Aww. That, like, didn't even, yeah, like, that didn't even <laughs> fa- phase me at all. Um, but I thought it was interesting when I saw that that video. I think it was a TikTok that I saw that was just, like, oh, like, little subtle moments you might not have noticed in the Barbie movie was about the Bratz dolls. I'm like, that's g Like, that is genius because... You know, Brass is one of the big, like, competitors against Barbie. And they were, like, and I'm pretty sure it was, there were four girls at the table, and the girl's name was Sasha, and that was apparently one of the four main ones. But that was wild. And apparently, well, right? Kind of mind-blowing. I'm like, that is, like, sneaky. Like, other things, which you argue are very bad, are also sneaky, but that was kind of a cool reference there. I thought that was really, really cool. And apparently, America Forever's husband in the um movie is also her husband in real life, which I always think that's kind of fun. He's split. straight. Breaking news the, the man is straight.
1: I was watching that, and that was another example to me of like a more pansy kind of guy. Like yeah, the that's like- dresses, mannerisms.
0: Yeah, it's her husband. It's her
1: husband. Oh, that is a- that is mind blowing, and yeah. Lindsay. The last thing I just saw this. The last thing I would want Please. to say is that yeah, the Barbie dolls were created because um, Ruth, her daughter, was playing with baby dolls, but she wanted oh right. To we should talk emulate. about that. Yeah, right. She wanted something to emulate a grown woman. Okay, and throughout mm-hmm. the years, I mean, Barbie was a doctor, a stewardess, uh, an Arab. Like she's she changed careers over the past what uh, five, six decades. Mm-hmm. So the entire premise of the Barbie movie, which is a, you know like Sasha, the daughter, was like. You've ruined standards for women, making us believe that we just, like, are are beautiful things to look at. But it was like, no, Barbie was specifically created so that her daughter didn't have to constantly take on the mother role of of taking care of a baby. It was created so that she could look at a doll and say, when I grow up, I want to be both beautiful, I want to be someone who is confident in myself the way Barbie is, and I want to be someone who who puts my own needs first. And that's what Barbie represented by taking on all these career roles. So the entire premise in the movie... It's like they lost sight of it because they were just so desperate on
0: shoving woke stuff down your throat. And this is the daughter is the one who argued Barbie's a fascist, and I immediately took that as like, how you know, you you cover oh, yeah, you you yeah you you cover like media, you cover like woke things on a daily basis. How many times do we hear people use the word like fascism or fascist yes. incorrectly? So I took that as just her like. I mean, I'm just giving way too much credit to Greta Gerwig, apparently, because yeah, you like Lindsay, I'm like, you're like Lindsay, you're missing the point. It's horrible, it's right and I'm, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I pretend I do not see it, I guess, because I was just like, I want to watch the new movie, <laughs> but I took that as like another annoying, like, dumb, if I can even use that word, teenage girl just using a word, like, thinking like, oh, I'm so smart, I'm going to call Barbie a fascist. Like, like, is a thirteen or what, fourteen years old? Maybe do you even know what fascist means? Like, that's how I took it. I'm like. Oh, like this, like this young, like unintelligent, like naive daughter is just yelling words that she like, you know, saw on TikTok or like or saw on the Internet and just like, oh, well, Barbie. And like she she ran off a bunch of like buzzwords about Bar- like, oh, well, Barbie, like ruined this and ruined that. And I'm just like, no 14 year old unless you have way too much time on your hand or you're like criminally depressed. You, like <laughs> Do you know what all of those like words mean? And like, no, like like I thought that was a bunch of like BS, too. Once again, you'll be like Lindsay. You're missing the point. It was woke. Yeah. It hates women. It hates men. It hates everybody. And I'm just like Greta Gerwig. I thought, and I'm like Greta Gerwig. Like, I didn't mind your movie. Like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but I it. minded it. Reminded it a whole a whole bunch. Um, are, are you going to be doing any any other videos or articles about Barbie? Like, can you shout out where people can like you know find you or like see any of your stuff? I know you're on TV a few times. Where can people like see you or hear from you again?
1: Well, you guys can definitely check me out on my social media. My Twitter is Brianna Lyman2. My Instagram is Lyman. And then I will be launching a new video show soon on the Daily Caller. So that'll be coming out in the next Whoa. week. So if you, yes, if you follow, you can stay updated. Um, Barbie will probably be out of the news cycle by then, but there is no shortage of woke BS
0: that I will be tackling, correct? So. Perfect. Well, if there's nothing else to say besides, Lindsay, I can't I mean, believe you didn't like this movie <laughs> or that you also hated it. Um, then I guess we're pretty much done. I'm curious because you know, it's interesting. I saw like 50-50. I saw a lot of conservatives who were like, that was hilarious, kind of the where I'm coming from. And the other half was like, that was a horrible experience and I want to demand a refund. A refund? So yes. um, if Mattel, if you're listening, Brand is demanding, she's demanding a, a refund from this. So uh, DM her on Twitter to get her information yeah. to give her a refund. Um, but yeah, until next time, maybe if anything more, I mean, there's always woke things coming up, like you said, but if anything else comes up, maybe we'll jump back on here and be complete opposite ends of the spectrum again, and then kind of debate slash commiserate slash (laughs) commend what's going on, because I don't really know how to, um, how to settle what we just did, but you seem very, you seem very heated, I seem very chilled out about this, I'm rarely chill about anything, so that's really interesting, um, but until next time, um, thank you for joining me and, uh, let me know when the Barbie that I expedited shipping, like shipped to you arrives and just, um... <laughs> be in the trash. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, I'm going to start posting, uh, probably twice a week. I'm hoping for Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, um, keep your eyes peeled for Tuesdays as well. Um, and yeah, until next time, um, leave your thoughts and your comments and your hate or your love or your indecisiveness about Barbie. Um, leave, well, just, just leave some comments and let's, let's see what's going on here. But until next time, um, thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Shock. And thanks, Brie, for being my second guest. I'm very happy you're here. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. <laughs>